This conversation with the stand-up comic Saad Haroon is the fifth in an audio series we're calling Another Pakistan, recorded in midsummer 2011. It's a co-production of the Watson Institute at Brown University and the Asia Society. I'm Christopher Lydon in Karachi with Saad Haroon. He's a stand-up comic and TV jester in a dismal news season, which makes him, or will make him, the John Stewart of Pakistan. This is open source from the Watson Institute at Brown University, an American conversation with global attitude, we call it, on a sort of listening tour of India and Pakistan this summer of 2011. You want to know what's funny in Pakistan this summer? Here's Saad. Thank you. Uh, Thanks. That's a great introduction. Uh, you know, Pakistan these days is like a bad Bollywood movie. You know, you know how Bollywood movies are bad, right? You know, but Pakistan is probably the worst Bollywood movie you've ever seen. <laughs> and I can see it in my head right now. And let me give you the beginning of it. You know, uh, okay, here we go. Asif Sadari stars in the Bollywood hit film of the summer, One Idiot. Starring Tom Cruise as Asif Sadari. Show me the money! <laughs> We cut to Bilawal Bhutto, who's sitting in his dorm room in Oxford. And he's thinking, as soon as I graduate, I'm going to rule Pakistan. Then he reads the daily newspaper. He thinks, maybe I should do my master's. <laughs> Suddenly, the phone rings. It's Zardari. He's like, son, he's like, yes, father. Have you heard this 10% joke about me? <laughs> I have. And don't you think it's hilarious? <laughs> I've been taking 25% the whole time. He hangs up the phone and he walks out, out of the presidency onto Constitution Avenue in Islamabad. And he stands there and he laughs, a hearty laugh. <laughs> he looks up to the heavens and he laughs. <laughs> and sometimes I think Qaid Azam, the founder of Pakistan, is looking down crying. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and what the fuck is Bangladesh? <laughs> and right next to Qaid Azam, George Washington is standing and going, you think that's bad? There's a black man in the White House. Look at that. <laughs> and then we cut down to Barack Obama who's sitting in the White House and he's so angry he's so angry because he can't figure out how to win an Oscar he's done everything else he's won the Nobel Peace Prize he's won the presidency the only thing he can't do is win an Oscar so he calls the only person who can get it for him he's like Zadari he's like I can get you two for $10,000 I know a man Zardari hangs up the phone. He's still standing there on Constitution Avenue. And suddenly he hears this big... And he's seeing Nawaz Sharif riding down a Harley Davidson right towards him. And right before he hits Asa Zardari, he screeches and he leans forward. He says, I told you I'd be back, Puttar. <laughs> he jumps off his motorcycle. And right there, they have a showdown on Constitution Avenue in Islamabad when everyone is watching. First, Asa Zardari punches Nawaz Sharif in the stomach. Then Nawaz Sharif punches Asa Zadari in the stomach. Then Asa Zadari punches Nawaz Sharif in the stomach. Then Nawaz Sharif punches Asa Zadari in the stomach. And they both, it's strange, but they take a dump right there. Yes, it would be weird to anyone else, but both of these men are used to shitting on the Constitution. <laughs> Let me tell you that. And so it goes. <laughs> the big headline in our paper today, the news in Karachi, is deadly drone attacks kill 61 in 24 hours. Make a joke out of that side. Yikes. Um, I'll have to make a Raymond Davis joke or something (laughs) just to cover for it. There's no covering for something like that. When you have a statistic, when you have like 61 people dying, um, 
like in the last four days, a hundred people in Karachi died. On day five, no one in Karachi dies, but sixty-one people in, on, in and and you can't and you can't see them die. You mm. don't know who's died, and people are telling you that they're terrorists and everything. And and but you know these drone attacks have been going along, uh, going on for so long. It's hard for it's hard for people to kind of say, well, this is okay. You know, they're these kind of unmanned Terminator, you know, things mm. flying around in the sky and. There's no Arnold Schwarzenegger to save us from them, and there, you know, it's 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 tough for people to, it's tough for anyone to make a joke about that, to make a joke about people dying, and a, a lot of a lot of times it's interesting. Uh, half the time, my job is to just do comedy because there's not enough comedy in Pakistan. There's not enough people laughing, and it's to make a joke about anything, you know, and to just get people to laugh. Mm. And the other half of my job is to make, you know, is to is to see what I see what's going on around me. And you know, and 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 my thoughts about it, and kind of translating that into humor, and making sure that I don't cross a line where I can't do more comedy because that would be detrimental. <laughs> and and at the same time, I'm talking about things that are close to my heart. We'll, we'll talk about the line. I want to hear more jokes. I want to hear a Raymond Davis joke. Raymond Davis, of course, being and such a made-up name to begin with, but yes, the yeah. CIA guy yeah. who went wild with his own gun in Lahore, yes. but was eventually sprung by John Kerry and two and a half million bucks of blood money or something. Yeah, oh, Raymond I, Davis, who is this kind of like who is kind of like a CIA contractor. So I, I have this joke. The first joke I start out with with Raymond Davis, Davis is always that Raymond Davis is such a made up name. Do you know how I know Raymond Davis is such a made up CIA name? Because it's so easy for us to pronounce. You know, Raymond <laughs> Davis. You know, that cannot be. It's so easy for Pakistanis to pronounce. It cannot be. We can't pronounce America. We say America, but we can say Raymond <laughs> Davis. It must be a made up name. You know, I bet his real name was like Victor Versace or something. Thing like Victor Versus, Victor Versus, uh, Raymond Davis. You'll be Raymond Davis, you know, and that's uh, that's how it goes. Yeah, and, and you know, and you can't justify things like that. You know, you can't justify, um, you know, this 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 you know like this this evil Rambo. We grew we grew up watching good Rambo. You know, I remember you'd go to the there were VHS tapes. You only had one channel in Pakistan. You'd go and get these um, from the video store. These uh, VHS tapes. Some of them were some of them were pirate VHS tapes of Rambo: First Blood Part Two. This is what this is what Pakistanis grew up watching. They Pakistanis don't want to hate America. You know, I mean, I think a lot of times we try really really hard. You know, not to you know not to be angry or stuff like that but then how like if a pakistani went on a shooting rampage in america and killed like, and killed people and then and then left and then got out and came back to pakistan and was like whatever i'm free gonna live my life what would americans think but did you notice that rather than put him on trial the united states was so happy to do it the sharia way they were so happy for the first time to do it the Sharia way, yeah. you know? And you read, like, every second article in the New York Times, like, a few months ago was, like, Sharia law might be implemented and these people in the state somewhere in Oklahoma are trying to fight it. And I'm like, that, that's ridiculous. Sharia law will never be implemented in America. And, I, and, and the idea that it might and people are getting scared of it definitely means that that there's this um, there's this fear, you know, there's this fear. I I do think in America right now, like it's it's okay to be racist against Muslims these days, and a lot of people will will say things and do things that that they wouldn't do under normal circumstances with other um, with other um, uh, ethnic groups. 
What is it that Pakistanis want to see taken down these days? I, I, Pakistanis, they love humor on politics. And the first TV show we actually did over here was, um, uh, was half of it was because we like satire and the other half was because the demand for it was so great mm. at that point where, you know, you can make fun of politicians and, you know, and politics and what's going on because it's so absurd over here. And, and the things they say are so absurd that, that you know, like it, there was, there was um, a few... Uh, a few years ago, they implemented this uh, this law was that, you know, you can only be in politics if you have a university degree. And since none of these politicians had university degrees, they started getting fake ones, you know, and you had politicians, you know, like when they and, and they started to find out that these politicians had fake university degrees, you know, that they that they had, they, that they had been given. And these politicians started saying absurd things like, well, who cares if it's fake or real? It's a degree. <laughs> You know, and that was their defense, you know, just completely like absurdist comedy. You know, it doesn't matter if it's fake or real. It's a degree. And so and, and so that's why, like, the need of the hour was just that was just for political satire and doing it. And so that's what we kind of, you know, gravitated towards. And and we did, and we started doing a lot of it. Give us a give us a political bit. Even about politicians, we don't know there have got to be a lot of Zia jokes out there. Oh, they used to be a lot of Zia jokes. And now what you'll see is that you'll see those old Zia jokes that were rotating like a few years ago. And you'll take out Zia, you'll put in Musharraf's name, and it'll be the same joke again. And then you'll take out Musharraf's name, you'll put in Zadari, and it'll be the same SMS joke floating around. So, so the idea is that these leaders are all kind of just as horribly bad. We hear Zadari <laughs> jokes even in the United States. I mean, among yeah. Pakistanis, yeah. they say he was invented by the CIA, literally facelifted, but housebroken, trained, and commissioned by the CIA for the job. No, I think he's, he's, just, a, he's just a very corrupt man. He's a very, very corrupt man who, um, who, who, would, who would, you know, who's in, he's an employee. Like, I don't think you could say the CIA trained him to do anything. You know, I don't think like he's, you know, I don't think he's running around kind of like spy style. You know, training, training kind of indicates that the man might have intelligence. And <laughs> I don't believe that. Mm. <laughs> I think that um, I think that he uh, he was just um, he's just some guy who was who was bought off maybe by whoever is whoever had the most money. So, you know, obviously, like if he's kind of president and. And they were saying, they're saying, do this. He'd be like, okay, how much will you pay me, or what's in it for me, or something? And then they would pay him. I don't think that he's their man or anything. Who, whose man is he? Do we think? I think he's his own man. I think he's just like he's out for number one, and that's the worst kind of president you'd have. Hmm. Yeah, he's just he's a, he's he. You know, he he wants to be rich. He wants to be wealthy, and he doesn't. There's, you know, like he just wants money. Yeah, money, money, money. That's that's his that's his thing. You know, some people like Musharraf didn't want money, but he was power. You know, he wanted power, 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 and it got to his head sooner or later. You know, and so it's it's a different kind of a different kind of obsession that that leads him to be where he is. Sad Harun, do you do ISI jokes? Do you do Pakistan Army jokes? And then I want to ask, do you do Mullah jokes? 
I do ISI jokes and does basic basic army jokes and stuff like that. Whenever I do them, I do them in English, so I don't think it counts. You know, as long as I mean, I was telling your producer yesterday, if you don't rile up the masses, they don't worry too much about it. I know that we try to do a lot more on TV, but they wouldn't let us. They wouldn't let us do these jokes uh, when I was doing the TV show because um, because uh, the idea is you can make fun of anyone. It's um, uh, it's it's the concept in Pakistan is the king is dead, God save the king. You know, it's the same concept over here. When we were doing our TV show, it was the Musharraf years. So you could make fun of you could make fun of Musharraf, but you can't make fun of the institution that is the army. And it was pretty much they had pretty much received a circular which said you can't do that. You mm-hmm. know, don't try. So we tried; they wouldn't let us do it <laughs> because the channel wouldn't let us. I mean, uh, uh, and as far as mullahs and everything, yeah, I I, I make fun of. I make fun of whatever I know. Uh, I make fun of whatever is is are my personal beliefs as far as I know them. You know, I wouldn't make fun of mullahs or Malvis or Islam uh, just for the sake of it. You know, I know that terrorism affects my life, so I make fun of terrorists and I make fun of of whatever that idea is. Um, but it, there definitely is a line. A lot of people don't like it, and and a lot of comedians because we did this TV show a few years ago where we went and we interviewed people, and we also have an episode of of this show that we're doing right now, which talks about religion and comedy. It talks about how you know, like how religion kind of relates to comedy and how um, what that line is, and watch. And we've asked a lot of Muslim comedians about this, and some of them straight out have said that we don't make fun of religion. We don't want to. You know, it's not that it's something that is holding us back or, or you know, something that, you know, we think we're going to get in trouble with. A lot of the older guard, the, all of the older comedians out there who we grew up watching in Pakistan don't do it. They don't want to do it. They are from that mindset that there are some things in places you won't go. The new generation, we, we still like to decide that there's, there's, you can talk about anything. But obviously, there's a certain way to talk about it. I mean, going out and out making fun of it, going Monty Python, um, I don't know if anyone can do that right mm. now. Without, well, can do that and stay here and live here. <laughs> I think you'd have to move fairly soon, or at least be on the first plane out when the episode came aired. Mm. Said Harun, I want to hear an India joke. An India joke? Um, the thing is, I, I do these Pakistan-India jokes in general where... Where you know I did this whole joke before, which was uh, which was this Bollywood bit on you know like you know I wish that we would see a Musharraf Sonia Gandhi love story you know because it would bring the two countries so much closer together you know like he's the man in uniform she's the bereaved widow you know I can see it right now you know ISI Pictures in association with Raw Free Media bring you the Bollywood hit film of the summer Pipeline of Passion starring Clark Gable as Pervez Musharraf frankly my dear I'm going to build a dam <laughs> starring. Preeti Zinta Sonia Gandhi. Come on, girls, let's go to the party. The Congress party. Watch a true tale of Hindu-Muslim unity as a president and a prime minister fight for our love that couldn't be. Mushi. Yes, Sonia. You take Kashmir. No, you take Kashmir. No, you take Kashmir. No, you take Kashmir. Okay, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Watch it develop into a full-fledged love story. Sonia, yes, Mushi. I want to cross your line of control, enter your disputed territory and cross your... Oh, stop it, Mushi. Stop talking like that. I can't take it. And so it goes. Uh, Who's the stock Pakistani in your own 
in your own the jokes. stock Pakistani was um, Musharraf. I mean, it's changed. It was Musharraf, then it was Zardari. It, a lot of it is kind of like the corrupt politician um, or that crazy army guy. It, hmm. it, it's, it's, it's these characters that kind of... Do you of, find comic figures in your Pakistan audience? I mean, the bling-bling Pakistanis or the, or the business dudes with the big cars? Or we the, do, and we make a lot of fun of them when they're in the audience because um, you do have some people who are just, like, ridiculous. I mean, like, the divide is so great. You have these ultra, like, elite Pakistanis. Then you have the, you know, like, the, you have the run-of-the-mill kind of, you know, regular Pakistani Joe who uh, who you make fun of as well because you know it's you 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 don't we we don't leave anyone or or take mercy on on anyone we'll we'll make fun of whoever there is. What is it about Pakistanis? What is it about Pakistanis that 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 is funny? I don't know. Pakistanis uh, in general are very loving and they're they're good people and everything. But like any culture, they have their quirks, you know. And so they chew a lot of pan. We make a lot of pan jokes. I mean, I, do you know what pan is? You know, pan is that leaf. You know that you call it produces leaf treat. a great arc of brown spit that you see. Yeah, on a the- great arc of brown spit. Before it's brown spit, it's actually a leaf, and you have these kind of. I don't know if you'd call them herbs and things. You have sometimes it's sweet, sweet stuff, and you have coconut mm. and things inside, and you eat it, and it leads to that to that great kind of arc of brown spit. And we make a lot of fun of kind, you know, like these these habits, like like chewing pan, like you mm. know, like like you try to tell people not to chew pan, you know, but you know, and, and they don't listen to you, you know, it's not, it, it, and it, it's hard to talk to someone who chews pan. It's not that they don't want to listen to you; it's literally hard to talk to them. They're like, "Why do you chew pan?" <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I wonder what they sound like when they're not chewing pan. It's definitely a 1942 leaf from the south of France. You know, like so. It's <laughs> so we make fun of whatever. You know our society and what we see around us being wrong. A lot of jokes. I mean, my the material from my last show revolved around a lot of pollution and pan and terrorism and and marriage and you know and, and like mm. the things that are very very big in our culture. You know, are very important to us mm. and and kind of take take a a bigger a big chunk of time or should take a big chunk of time. Um. How did this happen, Sad Harun? That Pervez Musharraf, the general who seized the government with minimal credentials, shall we say, uh, was also the guy that opened up television, comedy, yeah, pop culture. At the end of the day, he was, still a, he was still a nice guy. You know, I know a lot of people won't want to say it, but he's, he was a nice guy. He wasn't, it, after everything was said and done, he wasn't corrupt. You know, he didn't try and steal money or do something. His, his thing was power. He wanted, he wanted to be loved. You know, he wanted to write a book. He wanted to be on Jon Stewart. He, was. he wanted people to love him. Yeah, that's what he, his thing was that, you know. He wanted it. And that kind of what is what brought him down at the end of the day, you know. Like, he really thought that, you know, like, he really thought that he was the shit. And, you know, and when he, <laughs> when he found out he wasn't, it was a big wake-up call for him. You know, he found out that he wasn't, and he, and he realized that he was just as powerful as that uniform. And he thought that he wasn't. He's tried, to, he's tried to start a political party now as well. But, and, you know, it might be some, if you want a conspiracy theory, it might be part of some long-term plan for him to come back into power, or else he might still just be deluding himself. Hmm. That's what it is. And, and he, he, at the end of the day, was a nice guy. You know, he wanted to do right. That's why he opened up the media. He was like, I want everything to be free. And later on, obviously, it bit him in the ass. 
because you know they you know they started writing stories about him and his uniform must come off and everything and he was like but i freed you i fr- i freed you how could you how could you not like me but of course <laughs> you know uh, it, for him it was it was a, a thing a bitter pill to swallow Said Harun, you're a clever guy. You've been very, very generous with, with us. It's a great pleasure. I just got to thank you for everything you're doing and what you've done with open source. Thank you. You have been very interesting. Said Harun, you, you, you have, have been, been you, you have, have been, been very undrone like <laughs> You have been very interesting. That's the worst thing you could possibly <laughs> say to a comedian, right? My, my perception of America has changed. <laughs> I will now marry four American women and bear grateful offspring who will rule the world. Or maybe the, Jordan. They're waiting in the green room. Sadharun, thank you. Thank you. Ben Mandelkern produced and Henry Peck edited this conversation in Karachi with the comedian Saad Haroon. Our series, Another Pakistan, is a co-production of the Watson Institute at Brown University and the Asia Society. Zarmina Ansari is our producer in Pakistan. Thanks also to Bina Sarwar of the Jung Media Group. The conversations continue from South Asia and also online. Listeners, please feedback your views, your Pakistan, with a comment on our website, radioopensource.org. I'm Christopher Leiden. Thank you for being part of the Open Source Conversation.